0: Bruce Willis was dead the whole time There were two killers Luke, that's your daddy The robot did it Snake was a good guy
1: He really wasn't cheating They was in purgatory the whole time What? Everybody dies Verbal
0: Kent is of so safe
1: They killed old Yala
0: Oh my God Everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got
1: Spoiled
0: movie reviews. Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host Rod, and I'm joined as always by the lovely
1: Karen.
0: And it is time for us to review a movie. Either it's already seen, don't ever plan on seeing, or don't care about us spoiling. Because we do what?
1: We spoil the movie.
0: We spoil the movie. Today's movie is the boy and the beast uh 2015 anime movie that uh uh we just watched uh we'll talk about what we like what we didn't like score it from zero to five and then we got a couple of comments on other reviews that we want to get to as well Yay! we got a comment on bullet train and a comment on day show um which uh yeah we'll we we'll, want we'll to hear what y'all had to say about it okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh i guess we should start with the synopsis of what this movie is about when kyota Kyoto, kayuta when kayuta a young orphan living in the streets of shibuya shibuya what roll call uh stumbles into a fantastic world of beast he's taken by kamatetsu a gruff rough around the edges warrior beast Who's been searching for the perfect apprentice. Despite their constant bickering, Kayuta, uh, Kayuta and Kumatetsu, uh, become, uh, begin training together and slowly form a bond as surrogate father and son. But when a deep darkness threatens to throw the human and beast world into chaos, the strong bond between this unlikely family will be put to the ultimate test. A final showdown that will only be won if the two can finally work together using all their combined strength and courage. Karen, give me something that worked about this movie for you.
1: This movie was very colorful. I enjoyed the color scheme and the color palette, uh, when it was dark, you felt it, when it was bright, you felt it, just, the animation was gorgeous, uh, and... The colors just popped on the on the screen that we've watching, even though this is a few years old. Mm-hmm. um, it was just as beautiful it's the, it in my opinion, it stands up to the standards of today, even though it came out a few years ago, as far as like the color schemes
0: uh the thing a thing for me, um, I really liked the characters and the story um uh I, I it may even be a cliche at this point, but you know the willful apprentice and the strong willed uh, master and their head butting and I haven't really seen it seen that that much I've seen a lot of like you know tough masters with an apprentice that wants to learn from them but this is kind of like an unruly like you know mixed match where they both were stubborn and so much alike and uh, the training montage and all that stuff that happens in here was just like so fun and heartwarming and you've, and they did a great job of never really changing the characters even as they grow closer together they still butt heads a lot and um you know my belief is that this whole movie is like an allegory for you know um people that have uh like folks step in to like help raise them when they've lost family and stuff like like a relationship with a stepfather or something where or you know, a parent or, or someone who becomes a parental figure where they're not, you're not my real dad, you know, and all that rebellion and stuff you go through, but it's still the love and stuff that, that brings you together. So, uh, I just thought the story, uh, in the beginning, in the first two acts specifically, I thought the story was just really tight, really well done, and they didn't really rush it, and it felt like, they were getting closer together and they were getting better and they were getting stronger and all this stuff.
1: I, it, it, to kind of piggyback on that, I love the fact that they, uh, like you said, they address what our parents, what our caretakers, mm-hmm. because in addition to, uh, Kamasuto, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh,
0: Kamatatsu, Tatsu, Kamatatsu,
1: Kamatatsu, Kamatatsu, um, the monk and the monkey mm-hmm. were also kind of yeah. caregivers too in their own way and I don't think they realized how much like they knew they were there but until he was like you know what I thank y'all for raising me too and they was like we actually did yeah. they, they thought about it I, was like, I went by it every day mm-hmm. and basically I was a huge part of this child's life and not really realizing my influence and it goes back to it takes a village nobody can do this alone yeah and i like the fact that uh they actually addressed his real parents you know and in that aspect they talked about death Mm -hmm. they talked about relationships with like you say your your stepdad and your real dad how do you keep these things balanced um they talked about hurt and pain um and i and not enjoy but it was unique and beautiful the way they showed pain how pain showed up as a big hole Mm-hmm. In, like, in, in the center of your body, like something was missing. And that's kinda how, in reality, that's kinda how you feel sometimes with hurt and pain. It's like a hole there and you don't know what to do and you don't know how to fix it unless people help and walk you through it and you can think you're alone, but you know, other people be like, hey, you're not the only one to feel like this and we all struggle through these things. And so I like the fact that they showed almost like a coming of age in addition to them falling out when he was younger
0: yeah i think when he fought Ichirohiko, um the i mean they tell you in the beginning of the movie that humans have a monster inside of them and the beasts don't you know um as even as the beasts fight and all that stuff they don't have that monster and i love that the representation of that monster is that gaping dark hole of darkness of anger of pain because You know in real life i feel like that's the like humanity has we're the only creatures that know we're gonna die you know like that that have to reconcile with that and whatever have whatever that energy goes to and um the beasts are just living their lives and they can be reincarnated as gods and all this type so like they have a whole different uh uh mythology and stuff and so that whole, that pain taking over both of them, um, and that, the subsequent battle at the end that, that comes from that, I, I did like that representation as well. Um, another thing for me that I liked was how fighting was really secondary to this anime. It actually took me a second to realize that because at first I thought like the first fight between, uh, the two beasts, uh, that were like in line to be the the next the next king i was like oh this fight isn't like it's cool but like this isn't like some dragon ball z or you know like even like the new one piece and stuff where it's like oh my god the action to this it was like oh it's, it's like a cute fight kind of but I didn't realize until much later in the movie like oh this is not an anime about like winning the big fight and even the tournament to become the next king was kind of a secondary thing. No one was gonna die. They had swords. I don't think you ever see anyone actually get cut. There's barely any blood in this. It's not gory. Um And stuff and because the fighting is secondary that's when you realize like oh this is an allegory just about what family is growing up with uh other people taking care of you being stubborn getting over the pain of that and the uh uh when he meets Kaede and starts wanting to go to school that's when I was like oh this is like a coming of age movie and I think the way they sneak it in there cause it's just it's an anime it's fantastical and you just don't see it for me I didn't see it coming and you know it's funny three-fourths into the movie i'm like oh yeah is he gonna go to college or not because i'm you know it doesn't really matter to me what the fight is at the end
1: yes yes you you start rooting for him and it's one of the things where he is actually struggling almost like which world should i basically Mm -hmm. make my own world you know because i was kind of raised in both you know i was raised in the real world long enough to actually understand how it functions mm-hmm. but i've been away so long like do i even can i even function in this world mm-hmm. you know it's um like you say you for before you know it you're you're rooting for people you're rooting that uh he uh makes up with his real dad you know you're rooting that he you know go to school and you like you know because he was like i basically didn't graduate from uh high school i was like yeah that would be right because you were gone when you was like a child child Mm -hmm. and you know and also the fact that it appears that his dad had actually been looking for him the whole time yeah is you know the mother's family was just like you can't see him basically like yeah they basically took him right and so he was like i should be with my dad i don't understand why and it was one of the things where uh i appreciate them touching all those aspects of it to make this a rare um well-rounded person to show that he's just not somebody that can fight and also i liked at the end too when it was like hey he got to a point where he just never picked the sword up again and just never came back mm-hmm. you know where it was like yeah he's human and that's where he needs to be plus i think once uh the sword had he put the sword in his heart I think that that right there was like, oh, you're going to be with me forever. There's actually no yeah. reason for me to go back now.
0: Yeah. It was actually a really heartwarming, uh, moment, uh, that they built towards with the whole reincarnation as a sword and I'm always be with you. And you know, it's that, you know, it's just that, that wonderful allegory for a lot of stuff that we've, uh, we've been through. Um, uh, for me, also, I love how they aged him up. We did like, they just, he went from like, I don't know, 10 to, to 20 or whatever, mm-hmm. just like a very short period of time. I know the beast age at different, you know, rates or whatever than the humans, but, uh, that, that was cool. I, I like that they didn't like, it's like once it was time to go on the, the, to finish the hero's journey, we just jumped to that age. And as this movie was already two hours and I appreciated them doing that. Uh, anything else?
1: Yeah. And also I like that it was cute i do not know the name of the little white creature that he had with him Mm -hmm. um but the white creature was very adorable and very cute and i think that white creature actually kept him connected to his humanity Mm -hmm. um because the the creature was with him when uh he was when the when the beast first found him and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. i think that uh for me that creature, you know, like I said it represented his humanity, representing his goodness. Yeah, it saved
0: him from uh using his that holder like with his powers to kill the dude that uh the uh Hiko, um after he stabbed his his uh after he stabbed uh kumet uh kumetatsu with the uh with that with his telepathy powers.
1: Yeah and also it talks about his relationships with the beast because when he first got there you know he was different and he was human and so they picked on him and so uh what was funny was the two brothers uh were i think one was a beast and one was a human and the beast initially picked on them yeah and as and, when, and as they aged up he was like hey i respect you cuz he beat him up and his thing was like hey i respect that mm-hmm. but the human like you said because you're human you don't actually shake things off, you take things personally and yeah. and, and things kind of overtake you and some mm-hmm. it was amazing how those roles flipped as they got older, mm-hmm. and so you know like you say it it shows that, like you say, the beats are like, okay, cool, like it's almost like you beat me, that's it then no, there's nothing more to it no I don't, no more emotions attached to it or anything like that, so I just I appreciate them um. You know touching all those things and showing not only was he growing and changing everything else around him was growing and changing too and so for me uh that meant uh, a lot to actually show that because i was kind of wondering you know about those types of things and i uh appreciate just the storytelling a beautiful beautiful we kind of talked about this but beautiful uh storytelling
0: Yeah, um I thought it was funny as well. Um there's a lot of things that made me laugh, especially early in the film with the training and the him butting head the two of them butting heads so much. Um that stuff was so funny. It gets a little more serious towards the end. But when it was you know, when it had comedy in it, it really well it really made me laugh. Uh anything else for Mm -hmm. positive? The last thing for positive for me. The juxtaposition of the human world versus the beast world and then the final fight taking place in the human world with the beast powers and the giant whale and all that type of shit it just looked cool it was you know beautiful like mm-hmm. it was just a really beautiful final setting um and uh and i appreciated the visuals uh and the way that they you know kind of ended that battle and 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 all that stuff all right let's go to dislikes anything you disliked no all right cool i got a couple things i'd like to throw out there um it is a little long it's about two hours Mm -hmm. you know um uh it wasn't like terribly long but you know for an animated thing it was a little long um the the animation style to me was kind of it was it was kind of just weird like over like Sometimes the anime animation style would be like super sharp and defined and then sometimes it felt like uh, kind of uh, nebulous and, 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 and like the lines weren't drawn as sharp. And so it took a while for me to get used to this style. I hadn't seen it before. Um, and I looked it up when we went to do the review and it was like, oh, it's a Studio Ghibli film. That makes so much sense because they have a very specific art style and it's been a while since I've seen it. So it just took me a second to get back used to it i you know i love the uniqueness of it um the battles and the fights were uh like it's 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 pg-13 but it really could be like it like it's it could have been really yeah it it wasn't really uh for like that yeah it was there was nothing real pg-13 about it really Mm -hmm. um and it felt to me i felt like you could have like an eight or nine year old that watches this and be Totally fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then the last thing was they did introduce some stuff late into the movie that felt like they rushed it. Um, such as like the Ichirohiko being the evil one and him being a human the whole time, and like they kind of rushed through his backstory with just like, you know, no matter what I told him, he just Always would feel, and it was like, well, I don't, you know, low key feel like he just turned evil out of nowhere. Like, it, you know, like, it was like maybe one scene foreshadowing it, and then all of a sudden he was just completely evil. Um, but, uh, and then the, and then stuff that they just didn't talk, like the reincarnation into a sword, uh, stuff like that just felt very like there was no setup for it. It's just where you're watching the anime. It's fantastical anything can happen so why not anything can happen but i low-key think i like stuff better when even if they trick me i can go back and be like oh in the first act they talked about being reincarnated in the inanimate objects or something and then i'm like oh and so that's why he could be a sword you know but it just felt like the plot need him to have a sword so he got a sword and (laughs) and and y'all gonna you know it looks beautiful so y'all just gonna roll with it um so i would say just that you know a little bit of that like they just introduced a little bit of stuff at the end and um you know stuff that felt more rushed than the first half i say you know even as he got older and like the relationship with his father his real his biological father that just they didn't have time for it it felt like so uh and even the relationship with uh kaede it felt like you don't get a lot of it like like
1: uh, yeah i would have desired more that yeah too. i feel you on that one yeah yes. it's like
0: once he was grown it was like the movie was ready to end um so we don't spend much time with that but you know I do love that thing at the end where they say he never picked up a sword again or whatever he, you know
1: yeah and that was kind of their way to be like don't look for a second part too
0: <laughs> yeah yeah maybe I, I took it as just um this whole I thought it was that's when I clicked 100% I was like oh this whole movie wasn't really about fighting because I just kept thinking like and then he's gonna fight in the beast tournament or he fights for the beast world or mm-hmm. any threats coming he's down to hero it's like no and then he just lived his life and you're like oh this was a coming of age movie all right let's rate it zero to five what would you give it
1: i would give this a 4.5 i really enjoyed this movie a lot
0: all right i give it a four i thought it was good uh really good like i said i had a couple things at the end that felt a little rushed to me but uh Definitely worth seeing. We bought this on uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. I know Studio Ghibli has a lot of movies on HBO Max, mm-hmm. so I don't. Maybe this one isn't on there. Okay,
1: because I looked every and I could not find. I didn't try HBO Max. I was looking oh, like okay. basically your like your Netflix and some of them like they had it in the search, mm. but it was like no, no we ain't got it. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not knocking you for it or whatever, but uh I know like this director has other um studio ghibli movies that oh um, uh, and uh. i know bell was the one that came out last year i saw it in the we saw the trailer for it a bunch of times in the theater and it looked to me i, I remember saying like is this a um beauty and the beast but it's oh, like the, animated.
1: The one where she was almost like everything online, online pop star. Yeah. yeah. And okay. so
0: I know that's on HBO Max. Ah. Oh. So it makes me. And I know Studio Ghibli has a. I think it's Ghibli or Ghibli. Uh, they have a deal with um, HBO Max.
1: Okay. So I, did, I didn't even think about it. That was so, probably the one I did not check. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, it does. Like I said, it may not even be on there. But, you know, I was just saying, you know, that uh they had some they got they got they got a deal with them somehow and uh, yeah bell is on there um i'm gonna go
1: check out some of those and
0: yeah because he has other movies i was looking on here and he has um uh yeah they don't wolf children the girl who left through time mirai which is another one that looked cool in the theater wolf chill uh summer wars so i haven't seen all of these Mm -mm. um so i may have to go check some more of his stuff out
1: right because i really like that that style
0: yeah because i fuck with i fuck with studio ghibli like Mm -hmm.
1: yeah they've done some classics over the years
0: nausicaa and uh, just a bunch of shit bunch of cool shit um all right we did get some feedback uh, from y'all uh, so we definitely want to talk about that let me go ahead and pull that up uh, episode 405 bullet train um, we got a new comment from April hi riding Karen I went to see the movie bullet train besides, my, besides myself and my husband there were only two other couples in the theater that's one good thing about the pandemic you wait a couple weeks you can basically go in there by yourself Mm -hmm. we still kept on our mask the entire movie i risked the rona for this hey i know i'm still Mm -hmm. wearing i'm still masking
1: same thing
0: i agree with all your takes on the movie the water bottle scene could have been cut because it didn't add anything to the plot we already comprehended that brad pitt's character had put the drug in the water and where or how the bottle got there wasn't needed i was disappointed that the two asian characters didn't have more fight scenes yeah that was a good point
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that was weird too because like one of them I, i'm sure i mentioned it i don't even know how i'm pre- repeating this shit like you didn't hear me say it I'm, I'm i'm there's no way i didn't bring up that the nigga from warrior is in this movie and didn't fight
1: and didn't have no hands yeah
0: like he didn't really even get to fight but for a couple minutes it, i like he was basically a hostage the whole movie i wanted to see mm-hmm. him throw hands
1: right almost like they freezed him out
0: and i was so happy when they ran over the prince character yes she deserved it i couldn't wait for her bad self to die i love listening to your reviews and this is the only movie i waited to listen to your review after i saw the movie april oh i didn't know yeah i'm the opposite i can't listen to movie reviews unless i've seen the movie so like if my friends i don't care who it is if one of my favorite podcasts does a movie review i skip the episode if if i haven't seen the movie and then i'll try to come back to it later and lastly day shift Sailor agony says having been disappointed with bodies 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 day shift was a nice respite respite uh the story and characters are more rushed than badly made fries (laughs) the action is diverted enough for me to not give a shit about it i will say this however how the fuck do you have scott atkins in here and not have him do more uh same for natasha bordizo and dave franco especially franco who's comedic enough um I felt like Dave Franco did get enough uh natasha bordizzo um uh, yeah she she didn't get enough um but yeah i felt like i felt like Dave Franco was in it enough, you know uh tasha was bushido blading people and bef- wanted i wanted more of that agreed karen was dead on about snoop being himself. props to him many gunning niggas but yeah I, it's fine but that's it
1: <laughs>
0: yeah the, that was that
1: right flash right snoop dog playing snoop dog
0: yeah the snoop dog shit was like that was a decision i don't know if they just maybe they were like listen we'll put it in the trailer black people will see snoop dogg and jamie foxx and Mm. they'll go watch it and then find out we okie doke them into watching a a dave franco jamie foxx movie which isn't the same right which they got me you know (laughs) that's
1: why i'm glad i got to watch it at the house
0: yep all right y'all that's it thanks for listening we'll be back with another movie review soon uh until then peace
1: peace